This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Welcome to episode six. I'm so excited to interview a former student of mine, Jose Sandoval. I love to hear how my middle school kids have grown up and how they're accomplishing their goals. I want you to listen to how he started his own car detailing business. Here's my interview with Jose Sandoval. Hey everybody, I am here with Jose Sandoval today. He is one of my former students. I had him when he was, I think, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Um, so I'm so excited to be able to talk to him today and for him to share with you what he has uh, as far as his business and things that he's learned and things that he's overcome and things like that. So Jose, why don't you give him a little bit about yourself? Tell him a little bit about yourself. Okay, sounds good. Um, hello, everybody that's listening. Uh, Ms. Sawyer, I want to give you a shout out and thank you for uh, having me on here. Aww. It's a pleasure to be able to talk to you once again. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, after the hard time that I've given you, yes, in middle <laughs> school. Uh, so I'm grateful that you're able to give me this opportunity. But like Ms. Sawyer said, I went to Santa Fe South my middle school years and actually throughout high school. After graduating high school, I went to college for a year, um, realized that it wasn't for me, so took a different route. But uh, I grew up on the south side of Oklahoma City, but I was born in Los Angeles, California. But I don't know much about that place. So I think it'd be a good place for me to go visit just, you know, where I was born and be able to get to know that place. Yeah, I went to college for a year and realized that it wasn't for me. But, you know, it was the route that I wanted to try out because I was interested in architectural design. Growing up, I did want to, you know, study houses draw them out and get them to be um, created, watching them getting built and all that. But unfortunately, um, after having those classes, I realized that it wasn't a route that I wanted to take. So I tried business. I tried going going to school for business. And it wasn't that much informative as much as I wanted it to be. So I just started doing my own thing, working for people, um, applying to jobs that were paid, you know, $15, $16 an hour, the, the highest that I can get to, and just been doing that ever since. So you started your own business, though. What is the, what's the name of your business? Uh, Deluxe Auto Base. After, okay. yeah, after working for those, those jobs, it was just two or three, but I, I couldn't, uh, I never got to, to pass those three months. I, I would get to those three months and then go to another one, stay there for another three months, and just couldn't keep one. So do but you just get bored was, with it or it just wasn't challenging enough or what? No, they were challenging. And some of them were actually fun. I just, I didn't, I feel like I would get bored too easy. Yeah. But they were, they weren't that bad of a job. I mean, they were, it was things that I can put up with, but I, it was just too, I guess I have a, a problem with keeping things for the, for the long, for a long time. So, uh, especially after not working a whole year in college. Yeah. And I would get bored of them and I would just move on. And my last job was actually painting. I painted for three months. And actually, 
before those three months, we went into quarantine. Yeah. And during quarantine, I was like, you know, what am I going to do while I'm sitting here on the couch? I don't want to sit here and then I don't know where go back to work. I'm going to make a plan so that I won't have to do that so I can work for myself, especially because I needed money, too, since we were out of work and I needed to pay some bills. Yeah. I first started to do an online store, uh-huh. but the shipping and all that was just being too hard. Um, the days were going to be so long since it was stuff that was coming from China. Yeah. Um, and just the process of it was going to be too long. So I was like, you know what, let me just try something that has to do with labor. And one of the things that I'm good at is detailing my cars. So I was like, I'm going to just try doing this for the people and get paid for it. Yeah. So the first thing I did was make a website. And then I made a Facebook page. And then all I had to do was just go get my stuff. And I started with just the simplest stuff from Walmart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Walmart has detailing stuff, like just little stuff. And I started with just that and just bought stuff for tires, bought stuff for the wax, uh, everything that I can use to detail the car. Yeah. And then from there, I grew to um, getting detailing stuff from an actual wholesale store. Uh-huh. Um, so I was buying gallons and um, big old boxes of different stuff so that I can just keep up with my supply and just took off from there. Since the first day I've had an, um, an appointment, it's just it's been appointments after appointments ever since. Oh, so that's awesome. That area. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. I'm so glad. That, yeah. I think um, the quarantine time has, has really done I mean, I know it's been bad. I know that there have been bad things that have happened because of COVID and things like that. But when we learn to take those opportunities, like you just did, like you decided, wait a minute, I don't, I don't want to wait till this is all, you know, over. Or if I have to go back to my regular job or whatever, I'm going to do something about right. this now. And mm-hmm. uh, taking that initiative is something that I feel like a lot, of, a lot of people are have been doing these last few months. So I, I like that you were doing right. that. Um, mm-hmm. So, go ahead, go ahead. Eventually, they called me and they were like, hey, Jose, um, we're starting to get a few guys back. Um, Would you like to come back? And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not going back. Because I was actually making more money doing this. And I wasn't ready to go back to those $16 an hour um, paychecks, you know, because it would actually be a a setback. Yeah. So you just took it, you just took it into your own hands and, and started your own thing. And I love that. That's awesome. So can you describe, like, what types of vehicles do you, are there only certain types of vehicles that you detail or are there, give us a, give us an idea of what, what vehicles you detail? Yeah, of course. Um, it's, um, it first started off with just regular cars, you know, just the two row seaters. And I was just giving out prices for those. And I just started off with the $45 per car. Uh-huh. But as I was charging people, they were saying, hey, is that all you're charging? That's, <laughs> that's really it? So they were like, you should at least charge up in the 60, 70 bucks. And they would give me more. And there's been a few occasions where they would actually, you know, say, hey, can I pray for you and your business? Oh, that's uh, awesome. More than you would. Yeah, it's actually more than you would think so. Because of that, you know, I upped the prices to $60, $65. Yeah. But it was, I was, I was doing um, cars, um, boats, and then out of nowhere, I was detailing this car, and this truck pulls up behind me, and he says, hey, are you a detailer? And I said, yeah. And he's like, I own a dealership. 
and I'm looking for a detailer that, you know, can detail my cars. And since cool. I started working with him, he had me working on RVs and motorhomes. Yeah. Yeah. So ever since I was doing his RVs and motorhomes and he, everybody else, you know, the public would call me for RVs and motorhomes because I would take yeah. pictures of his and I would post them. And from there, um, I started doing those as well. That's awesome. I love how it just kind of unfolded for you like that. And that's neat that you were listening to your customers go, wait a minute, is this all you're charging? Because obviously you were yeah. doing a good job and they knew that, that, that it was worth more than what you were charging. So yeah. that's awesome. Jose, tell us what, who or what motivates you and inspires you? I think the biggest person or the main person that motivates me the most is my mom. Uh-huh. Not necessarily with the things that she says, but just the stuff that we've been through and the things that she's been through her whole life. And, you know, just growing up, seeing her struggle, you know, seeing how life was for her and for us, you know, her being a single mom. Yeah. Just looking back at my past uh, motivates me to be ambitious, to want more, to seek more, um, and not have to rely on anybody else to bring help or to supply, you know? Yeah. Um, because unfortunately, you know, growing up poor, sometimes you'll have to depend on somebody that can provide for you. But I was tired of that. And I wanted to break that cycle. I wanted to break that cycle of needing others and depending on other people. Yeah. So I, I chose to create something or, or a foundation where I can build upon, yeah. where I can be that that place, that source for my mom, for my family members that need, so that they won't have to go to nobody else. And, you know, just thinking about all that just made me want to do this kind of stuff, bringing in income. Yeah, I love that. What what have you learned in your business um, that would be helpful to other people that are trying, that maybe want to try to do what you're doing as far as starting their own business or whatever what would what kind of advice would you give to them of what not to do or what to do or whatever one of the main things is that people think that when you invest it has to do with money um because you know when you invest you get more money out of stuff but in a business when you invest with your time with the little things that you do you'll get more customers to come back yeah so what i've learned is Every time I do a car or every time I'm doing a service, focus on those little things that nobody else will do Yeah. so that they can call you back, so that they can, you know, refer you and say, you know what, something was different about this guy. So invest in the details, invest in the, the small stuff that not other people are willing to do. Yeah, Does that, that, make is, sense? that absolutely makes sense. That, that is amazing advice. It's so good. Man, you're motivating me just sitting here talking to you. <laughs> um, talk about some of your, do you have a favorite book or favorite podcast or YouTube videos or anything like that that you like to watch or listen to or read? Yeah, there's this businessman that I, I like to listen to. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep. I'm not really I know, sure who, how to I know name, who you're talking about and I can never, you know I can never <laughs> pronounce his name either. Yeah. But I know who you're talking yeah, so, about. Yeah, sometimes I just call him Gary. Yeah. But the way he speaks about his business and about, you know, just the life of a businessman or, you know, just living in general motivates me because out of nothing, he, you know, he created a business. You've heard of his uh, wine, his wine business. 
I haven't heard of that part, but I have seen, I've just, I've seen a few videos and stuff of him on uh, YouTube or Facebook or whatever. And he is a mm -hmm. firecracker. He is like, yeah. I can see why he, he, he's motivating for sure. Yeah. He's, he's the just do it kind of guy, you know, regardless yeah. of what situation you're in or what kind of obstacles you think you may have that, you know, may seem that will keep you, that might keep you from doing what you want to do. He says, just do it. Yeah. But his, his wine business, I think he started off by just tasting them. Yeah. Something like that. And it just grew into being a, a wine brand. Yeah. So he had, um, does he have his own, his own wine, like you said, wine brand? Uh, I think it's a brand or if not a, no, I think it's a brand. I think it's his own wine brand. Okay. Or does he have a winery or anything? Like a, like, does he own a winery or does he just like, I don't know. I guess we're getting into stuff that we probably yeah. don't know exactly. Probably need yeah. to look it up. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's his main thing though. That's why I need it. We, we should probably take, uh, look it up. Yeah. But just the videos that I would see on Facebook and YouTube, um, people talk to him about their lives and situations. And he says, you know what? I don't care. It's, it looks like you may not be able to do it, but just do it. Just go for it. Exactly. And one of, one of the, his main advice has to do with parents. When parents want their kids to go a different route or a specific route, you know, taking them to college or going to the same college as them and doing the same sports as them. He uh -huh. says, you know, do that because you, your parents is not the one that's going to be, you know, suffering the consequences when you do something wrong or whatever. It's your life. It's your situation. You know, it's your route. Pick it and, you know, go with it. Yeah, I love it. All right, just off the wall things. Just what is your favorite beverage? What's your go-to beverage? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. I love yeah. Dr. Pepper. There's a shortage of Dr. Pepper that's been. Uh, I've been heard that. About. Yeah. <laughs> that's so terrible. I'm gonna have to look for another drink that I can make my go-to because I'm yeah. not sure if that's gonna be. A thing that's funny. Me. When do you work the most hours in your business? Like what time of day? Lately, I've been trying to fit as much as appointments as I can into my day so i'll uh -huh. start from like 7 30 in my la my last one will be like at 6 p.m yeah making me finish like at nine at so night. about how many cars do you do a day five to six yeah and it seems like it seems like a little bit but but if you're you ten, yeah if you're doing all the detail work like and, and paying uh -huh. really close attention yeah, yeah it, it would takes take like two to three hours per car especially yeah. if it's like one of the bad ones yeah Thing. you have any favorite shows that you like to watch or anything like that or do you you probably don't even have time to do that because you're working so much yeah but sometimes i get i, I have those days where i just want to get home and just sit on the couch and yeah. just play a show uh with my fiance so we we watch the office uh-huh it's one of the shows that she's barely actually starting herself to watch but i have finished that series that series already like two times oh, but i'm re-watching it yeah i'm re-watching it again it's worth it yeah. I never actually really watched it. I think probably because I get, this is going to sound silly, but I kind of get motion sickness with the, with the way that they do the cameras on oh, that, the camera. that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just can't yeah, watch shows that, that are like that because yeah. it makes me queasy. I think that's what makes it very original though. Yeah. The way, they, right. the way they make their, um, their point of view. Yeah. But one of the main reasons why I don't think people like that show is because in the very beginning of the show, it starts off, you know, boring and weird, but when you just get through those, you know, first three episodes, yeah, it starts to become more funny once you start to get to know the the characters, uh, the characters, yeah, and to see how they are and everything, it'll become more much more funny and enjoyable. Yeah, 
That makes sense. Well, what is one thing that you would like to leave with our listeners? Like, do you have a favorite quote or a valuable lesson, which you've already talked about some valuable lessons that you've learned or a joke or an anecdote that you would like to share? Uh, yeah, actually, one of the things that I've been reflecting on not too long ago, actually, sometimes I have those days where I have to sit in my truck and I think about stuff, my reflection of my yeah. past and all that. And one of the things that I've always thought to myself was when I was younger is I would always tell myself, when I get older, I'd like to accomplish this or I'd like to have this or you know when I get older I see myself as a as a doctor or as a businessman but what I wouldn't do was start my process of becoming that businessman Uh that process of becoming a doctor yeah because becoming a doctor or a businessman or accomplishing a goal doesn't come overnight you don't sleep become 30 and then you're at your goal (laughs) it takes a process yeah you're right but you know growing up you know, you think like that. But, you know, people think that when I grow up, you know, I'll have that because people that are 30, that are 35, that are 40 have a lot of stuff. They own businesses. They have big boats. They're doctors. But because when they were younger, 19, 15, you know, 20, they were doing stuff that was leading them to that. Yeah. Or before they were at that age or that point, they were doing stuff that would start that process. So what I want to encourage people to do is think about something that you want to do when you're older or think of a goal or a accomplishment that you want to accomplish. Think about the process that it'll have to take or the journey that you'll have to take, the time, the period of time that you would have to take, that you would have to invest. And as soon as you start that process, the sooner you accomplish what you want to get to, the sooner you'll be that person you want to be. Because it takes time. And I, I feel like that's one of the things that people don't realize and just think, oh, I'll start tomorrow and tomorrow will never come. And yeah. I, that's one of the biggest things I've, I've learned. I'm, I'm about to be 20 in a few days. Ah, um, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't live. Sorry. Oh, makes me, makes me feel old. But that's okay. But that, yes, you are absolutely right, Jose. You have to start somewhere. You have to, yeah, things don't just happen overnight and they don't just happen um, because you're wishing it to happen. They happen because you put one foot in front of the other and you take big steps, baby steps, whatever, in order to get to that goal. You have to make a plan because if you don't have a plan, it's not going to happen. So you're absolutely Right. right about that. I love that. Well, is there anything else? Like, can you remember any kind of silly stuff that happened in class back in the day in my classroom or whatever that you could talk about? Or Yeah. Um, I think you had one of the rules or it was a rule that you couldn't eat in class. Yeah. And I, would, I had a bag of chips in my backpack that I, I just set aside, but the bag of chips was inside my backpack and I would just sneak chips out and just, you know, eat them until you caught me. And you made me throw my bag of chips away, like the whole bag <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> I was like, no. No, not my chips. No. I had just I had just opened them in your class. And it was the big bag too. <laughs> All I ate was five chips out of that bag and they were gone. But I learned my lesson though, not to eat in your class. Yeah. Did you do it again after that? No, ma'am. I didn't want to lose no more chips. No more chips. <laughs> I just waited till lunchtime. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. It's funny now. Probably wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now. Well, yeah. And the reason, do you understand the reason why I had that rule? 
Like, yeah. I hope you guys did. No, yeah, growing up, you start to realize why. I mean, yeah. I feel like, I, I don't think you like uh, papers being turned in with Cheeto prints on them either. Uh, no, I don't like Cheeto so, dust on my papers. Yeah. Now I now we understand. And it yeah. causes so many um so much chips on the ground and inside the desk, you know that trash everywhere. So well, this has been fun getting to talk to you again, Jose, as an adult. And um I so appreciate you coming on here and agreeing to do this interview with me and to be on my podcast. That's brand spanking new. So um, I encourage everybody to get their card detailed from Jose. And again, tell everybody the, um, the name of your company, um, or called, the name of your business. Yeah, it's called Deluxe Auto Bathe. Some people say Deluxe Auto Bath, but it's pronounced Deluxe Auto Bathe. Bathe. And you yes. can find us on Facebook at our page at Deluxe Auto Bathe. And it'll have the websites to our services and everything, the prices and the, the things that are included in each package and everything. So. Just give nice. us a call whenever you guys need my service, and I'll be there. That's cool. I love it. I think I'm going to need your service, actually, myself. <laughs> and the best part of it is we come to you. You don't have to go drop it off at a shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. We'll come. You have work to do at your, at your house. Keep doing your work. We'll, we'll take care of your car. Or if you're at work, while you're at work, we'll take care of your car. Wherever you're at, we'll, we'll be there. That's awesome. So basically in the Oklahoma City metro area? Yes, ma'am. All well, right. I've actually been to I've been to places like Yukon, Edmond, mm-hmm. um, Norman. I've even been to Shawnee. All right. Okay. So I appreciate it again. I appreciate everything that that you have brought to me and to my listeners today. Thank you so much, Jose. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. If you are in or near the Oklahoma City metro area and you have a dirty, nasty car that needs some TLC, reach out to Jose right now on Facebook at Deluxe Auto Bathe and get your car looking snazzy. If you'd like some one-to-one personalized guidance on how to create a vision board and how to make it work for you, then schedule a 30-minute vision coaching call with me directly from my website at mandysawyer.com and I will help you. If you need to create graphics for marketing your business or invitations for your events or slideshows for your class or business presentations, then you'll love creating on Canva. Just go to my affiliate link, mandysawyer.com slash Canva and get your creativity flowing. It is so easy. And don't forget, dream big and kick ass.